Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. So I was watching uh, Hillary Clinton, and she's talking about all the things they have to change. Oh, we're going to change this. We're going to do that. We're going to improve this. This is terrible. We're going to we're going to we're going to bring America back. We're going to well, that's almost Trump's line. But and I thought, Mrs. Clinton, you've been in office for almost eight years. It's not like you weren't part of the administration. Anyway, I was watching Sheriff uh, David Clark from Milwaukee. He calls her Mrs. Bill Clinton. And you got to know Donald Trump's going to grab a hold of that one and run with it. So the U.S. election campaign continues to charge along into the unknown, with frontrunner Donald Trump vilified by his own Republican Party, while Hillary Clinton is widening her lead on Bernie Sanders. And Donald Trump warned of rioting if the nomination is stolen from him by the Republican Party's establishment. And then you start to ask yourself, could this 2016 presidential election turn into mayhem and public violence, or more mayhem and more public violence, and who's to blame? Um, is it Donald Trump and his campaign promises, or is it the which is what the Republicans are saying and the Democrats, or is it the Republican Party trying to push aside the will of the people And there's this fascination, there's this fascination Canadians have with Donald Trump. I mean, I could talk about other presidential candidates and you wouldn't give a damn. But if I challenge Donald Trump for one second, you're on me. And I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. In 2009, my wife and I were in South Carolina. We're having seafood. Now, the table beside me was a man and his wife. We started talking. And I asked him about how things were in the United States. And he said, I want my country back. And he said it in such a way that I never forgot that statement. And it's fast forward to make America great again. Said in almost the same way. Sally Pipes is the president and CEO of the Pacific Research Institute in California. She's a much sought-after speaker and political analyst and member of, uh, she was a member of Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger's 2003-2004 transition team in California. Her expertise is health care, and she writes bi-weekly for Forbes magazine. She has a column titled Piping Up. She's a naturalized American, born in Canada, excuse me, and former vice president of the Fraser Institute, but she's one of the most sought-after political speakers and guests in the United States. Ms. Pipes, it's good to talk to you. Well, it's so nice to um, be talking on a Canadian show. I have great fondness for, for Canada. In fact, I'm watching uh, Mr. Raunich uh, play in the semifinals of the Desert Classic Open today. Well, there you go. But you now have to, stop, you have to end each sentence with A. Right. Well, not A. I think... Maybe A is an Alberta phrase. I've never used it. I don't hear it used 
very often. But I notice that Canadians, and I never noticed this all the time, I've been in Canada my whole life until I moved to the U.S., that Canadians end their sentence on a high note. How are you doing today? It's just, it's just odd. I never noticed it before. So. <laughs> it's, funny how we, it. it's funny how we notice these things, isn't it? it and, and then, it, and then it, we just can't we can't escape it. We keep thinking about it. We we notice it each and every time. It's it's irrelevant to what's going on, but it but it's stuck in our brains. Tell me what tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on politically. The Republican Party is planning and plotting to defeat Donald Trump heading into the convention. John Kasich talks about that as though it were just another exercise in party convention business. Donald Trump warning there could be rioting. He won't lead it, but he warns it could happen. If the GOP establishment simply passes new rules and, rules and kicks him to the curb, and I think he may be correct, but here's the question. What is it about Donald Trump that makes his numbers soar the more his own political party, the GOP, savages and insults him? What is it about Donald Trump which makes any attacks from late-night hosts like Jimmy Kimmel pointless? The more the TV late-night hosts rip into Trump, and that's Saturday Night Live, too, the more his numbers go up. What is it that makes Trump impervious to attacks from U.S. media stars, Ms. Pipes. Well, I've been in the U.S. since 1991. I became an American in 2006, in January. I've never seen an election campaign like this. And you're right. I mean, the more Republicans and people even on my side in the in the think tank movement criticize Donald Trump, the more he rises. And I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, a former uh, GOP candidate, um, Mitt Romney, who, of course, lost to Obama, and he should have won that race, his speech sort of anti-Trump, um, saying, you know, he's a fraud, he's this and that. I mean, Trump did very well in the Super Tuesday races. So I don't know. I think the more, the more he's, that Trump is criticized, the more people, the man on the street, is for uh, Mr. Trump. And I think, I think it has to do, in the main, with the part that the idea that the American people are fed up with Washington. They're fed up with same old, same old. The, the politicians, you know, promise this, they promise that, and, they, and it hasn't happened. So the man on the street is saying, you know, we want to change. Here's a, a, a candidate who's saying, let's make America great again. And, you know, just as you said in the preamble, the couple in uh, South Carolina, you know, the, we're losing our country. And I we're want my country back. Entitlement programs. And I'm sorry, I said it was at a restaurant. I talked to people at restaurants as well. I talked to everybody anywhere. It doesn't matter to me. But uh, this was at an auction uh, where, where this guy... When I started talking, we bid for something, and he seemed a little upset that I'd outbid him on something. It wasn't a lot of money. But then he, he knew we were from Canada, and he said, I want my country back. And the way he said it, Ms. Pipes, I'm hearing Donald Trump make America great again. Same inflections, same level of, 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 uh, of persuasion. Enthusiasm. Yeah, enthusiasm. When you, were, when you were in the transition team for Arnold Schwarzenegger, when, when you were watching what was happening in that gubernatorial race in California, which led to the governor um, being elected in, was it 04, right? 03, 04? A recall, a recall election. Right. Was it Gray was, was, was recall? Governor Gray? Gray Davis. Gray yeah, Davis. Gray Davis. Governor Gray Davis, yeah. Gray, yeah I'm, I'm doing okay for a Canadian. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> was there... The American about Canadian politics, they really don't know a lot, except that Mr. Justin Trudeau seems to be gaining some uh, um, charisma and acceptance and interest in the U.S. Yeah, but he's losing it here. Um, <laughs> was there the kind of attitude in California that exists maybe nationally now or something similar which led to the ascension of Arnold Schwarzenegger to the governor's mansion in California? Is it, is California was California a, a miniature version of what's happening in the United States nationally now? 
Well, I think, I think you're right. You know, Governor, Governor Pete Wilson was the last real Republican governor of California. Of course, you can go back to Ronald Reagan, who, who was a terrific governor and became president for two terms. But Governor Pete Wilson, you know, was a, a really conservative, really good governor who did a lot to get California back on track. Schwarzenegger started out very well, but, you know, after he lost um, a number of um, initiatives, four initiatives on cutting back the unions, teacher tenure and things, he kind of moved into being more of a liberal um, governor. And so we haven't, you know, since then, we've had, you know, Democratic politics all the way in California with Governor Brown uh, winning the second time. Um, now in the, in, the ele- in the elections and the things going on, it looks like, you know, Kamala Harris will probably take that U.S. Senate seat, um, which Barbara Boxer has been holding. It's, it's very distressing what has happened in California. The gold is being taken out of the Golden State. And sort of this fall started um, after Mr. Schwarzenegger really didn't do what I had hoped that he would do as governor. Okay, so you have, you have, this, you have this unrest in California. Uh, you have the unrest in the United States. And Donald Trump has pat- tapped into this unrest. It doesn't matter what he says. When somebody says to him, well, who are you consulting on foreign affairs or foreign issues? He says, I'm consulting my own brain. Everyone laughs, but his numbers go up. Uh, it's not about party anymore, is it? It's not about, it, it's not about GOP and, and, and Democrat at its most fundamental. It, this is a cult of personality that's, that's the developing. Yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, you see him, you know, the crowds that come out for him. Um, you know, it'll, it, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, I, if I were to, if I were a betting woman and to bet today, I would bet that he will be uh, the GOP candidate. And the convention, which is in July in Cleveland, is going to be very tough. But there are so many people that are trying to say we can't have him as the candidate in the GOP party. Will Ted Cruz, um, will there be a challenge from Ted Cruz? I mean, Ted Cruz, I like Ted Cruz a lot. He has some great ideas, but he's not that popular even among his compatriots in 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 the U.S. Senate. You know, so if you if you if you set them up as win? if you stand stand them beside each other, if you stand Donald Trump beside Ted Cruz beside beside John Kasich, it's going to be Ted who John who. Right. And with, the, Donald, with most Americans. Yes. Now, do you think you said you, you believe that he's going to be the nominee? Trump will be the nominee for the GOP, and I, I agree with you. I I also believe I have this gut feel that tells me. He's going to win the, the White House as well. Oh, I totally agree. There was a poll out this morning saying that Hillary Clinton will beat Donald Trump easily. She has um, the women's vote. She has the minority vote. But I disagree with what, whoever. And I think today people lie in the polls. I think, I think that if it were Trump versus Hillary, Donald Trump will hit Hillary very hard on her emails, yeah. on her um, uh, uh, situation with uh, Bill Clinton, um, because there were all kinds of scandals going on there. And then That's there's right. Clinton's foundation. So I think it's going to be, I think she's going to be hit very hard. And I do think that Donald Trump, if he were up against Hillary Clinton, could actually beat her in the general election. I, I, absolutely. Not agrees with me, but that's what I think. No, no, I, I'm with you 100%. That old communist is not going to do very well either. Bernie Sanders. Right. No, um, Bernie, Bernie has really been very popular among the young people. And, of course, he's been... Um, 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 Give him everything after. for nothing. He's going after single. He loves a single payer Medicare for all health care system. Right. It could, they couldn't make it work in Vermont. In yeah, in, in Vermont, and of course, you know, in Canada with your single payer health care system, he doesn't sort of seem to understand what the waiting list in Canada, which you know the Fraser Institute publishes every year, the, yeah. the ration care, all of that. 
But, you know, for young people who've been growing up under this entitlement society, even if they think they're Republican, they think we're entitled to free health care, we're entitled to free housing, free um, uh, university, college education. Yeah, everything's free. All of these things. Everything's free. You know that. I know that. Everything's free. Everything's free. Everything's free. It's the kind of world we live in. Everything's free. Nobody pays for anything. Just take what you want off the shelf and go home and be happy. Right. And I like to say with the last person um, in California, please turn out the lights because exactly. you can't you can't run a society on living off other people's money. And it, um, the late um, Margaret Thatcher, uh, prime minister of Britain for so many years, who did so much to get that country back on track. You know, you can't live on other people's money because pretty soon there won't be other people to pay for all of these exactly. things. Exactly. So we're, at a, we're at a really important point yeah. in C- Canadian-American uh, politics. Ms. Pipes, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today uh, from beautiful California that's losing the gold. Yeah. All the very best to you. Thanks. We'll, we'll talk to you again before, before November, before the election.